Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my fiance, Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? How much has been a good week here? It is January 29th, 1999. It is. And if you have bounced off one of our other shows uh, to say, hey, they talked about the 90210 show, I should check that out, then you've ricocheted over to (laughs) this episode, uh, Ricochet, Ricochet? Ricochet. It's French. It's French words throw me off, like uh, croissant. (laughs) Do you ever say uh, a French word in a French accents on accidents no it's like the only way to say it i don't because i i don't do accents at all you know that what about the, yeah your eastern european accent what about uh what the fuck when you try to do a southern accent it sounded eastern oh. european <laughs> uh what about like a deja vu isn't it weird that there are some things that are only describable in a, a foreign phrase like, yeah like deja vu it's like you can really you really only can say that like that, deja vu, because the other, the other way to try to explain it is a bunch of words. Right. Well, it's a feeling like you've been or felt something before, but kind of it's like vague. <laughs> but we all know what deja vu is. That feeling. I guess because which language is deja vu? French. So I guess the French came up with it. Yeah, it's like Schadenfreude. Shout out to all our. Uh, our German fans out there. I know apparently, you love German. Apparently we have a, a, a high German contingent out there, so we gets. Sure. <laughs> Tag Gisela and uh, all the rest of you. <laughs> all the rest of you not named Gisela. We get us. So, I mean, should I just start speaking Spanish now? Like, hola, mucho yeah, sure. gracias, mucho gusto. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> At least the stuff I said made sense. Hey, my hello. Uh, thank you very much. Pleased to meet you. Okay, but you're that not meeting sense. anyone, and why are you thanking them? For, for listening, listening to the show. Oh, okay, well. But see, I don't, have enough, I don't have enough words to specify what I'm saying thank you for. <laughs> Dankeschön. Anyway, yeah. since we're talking about 90210 and Ricochet, yeah, rather yeah. than doing a foreign language episodes, sure. I feel like we should maybe start talking about 90210. All right, let's talk about 90210. So this episode started. It did. With Dave. And it also ended. It did, yes. Uh, it started with David at the ATM. Yeah. David, and thank you for saying ATM, by the way. Why? So I hear so many people say ATM machine, and I hate it. <laughs> It is kind of repetitive. It's yeah. a redundancy mm-hmm. because ATM means autom- automated teller machine. Yeah. So he is at the ATM and all of a sudden there's a dude. He's typing in his PIN, not his PIN number. Because PIN stands for personal identification number. True. <laughs> You're so weird. Yes. Um, But all of a sudden there's a dude at his back with a gun. Yeah. Who says... There's a guy behind him pressing something into his back, and it's it's not the fun kind. No. Well, I don't think David would find that very fun. I, you never know. <laughs> um, but he says, don't turn around and maybe you get to live. He says, don't turn around. Uh-oh. 
Um, so he says, you know, finish putting in your pin and and take out your maximum withdrawal. Mm-hmm. And he's having trouble with his pin because who wouldn't be like, you know, freaking yeah, out? He's scared. And eventually he manages to take out $800 to hand to this guy. He's like, take out $1,000. Yeah. Like, no like, ATMs will let you take yeah. out $1,000. Yeah, that's not that's not a thing. I don't even think, maybe because it's Beverly Hills, but I don't even think most ATMs let you take out $800. I don't either. I think I think our limit is something like 200 or yeah, something like that. I think so. We don't use it much, but. Yeah, he said, and hope it's high. Was he going to kill him if it wasn't? Like, we, we'd be dead because we couldn't give high. enough money. Right. <laughs> I don't think he was interested in killing anybody. No. But some people are just fucked up. Some people are on drugs. Yeah. I assume that guy was supposed to be on drugs. Well, yeah, that's probably why he wanted the money. That's what, yeah. I mean, usually that's what happens. So, yeah. So he pushed that gun in him so hard that later Valerie mentions that he has a bruise from the from the gun. That's kind of nuts. Like, yeah. why? why? Yeah. <laughs> it's not a knife. You know, if you need to use it, you can just pull the trigger. Right. You don't have to shove it in there. It'll come out. <laughs> Um, so David's pretty traumatized. The guy's at the gun store and he's like, okay, so you push as hard as you can and then you pull the trigger. <laughs> no, you don't need to push at all. What are you talking about? But you got it. It's a ranged weapon, sir. <laughs> very valid points. Um, so David, like I said, David's very traumatized. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember. Who wouldn't be? No, exactly. I'm trying to remember where we go next. Cause the only thing I can think of with him is that then we're at the bar. Does anything happen in between? I mean, he has he has a few scenes in between where he's talking to people and people are like, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm fine," or whatever. Yeah. Um, they they do go to the so I mean this it kind of sets up what happens later at the bar. They're they're at the Peach Pit, mm. and he's like, he tells he's telling him the story, and he's like, "Oh, man, you know, like, and what's her name? Donna is like, hey." Was your new address in your wallet? And they but, were like, oh, yeah, you should change your locks. Did he steal his keys, too? Because if not, what the fuck? No, he just stole the wallet. So wh- why are we planting this, like, paranoid seed of thought in his mind? I don't know, because and, he, like, most likely he took the money, whatever money was in the wallet, and just threw the wallet away. Yeah, maybe he took the credit cards. Maybe. But even then, like, probably not, because, like, those are so traceable. Yeah. So, but yeah, it seems like the guy didn't seem interested in like getting up close and personal with David. So he's not going to come find him. Just wanted money. He yeah. got it and he's gone. Now, maybe if you were Valerie or Donna, you know, the guy might be like, hey, let me come back and, uh, you know, see you some more. Right. But he he was not like that with David. <laughs> um. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me shove this gun in a little harder. Right. So then, this is foreplay, David. <laughs> then Noah's like, you should get a gun. Yeah. Everyone's like, get a security system. Why don't you get a dog? You should get a gun, Noah says. That's so stupid. And he's like, I have a gun in the beach house, or then the beach house, the, the marina or whatever. I have, a, I have a gun on the boat, and I have a gun behind the bar at the after dark. Now, like, a gun would not have helped him in this situation. He was at the ATM. He would, he wouldn't have had his gun in his hand, and mm-hmm. the guy came up behind him. He's not going to be able to grab the gun yeah, what's before he the guy shoots him. Wheel around and like, dueling guns, I also have a gun. Right. Now what? It, it was not going to go like that. He'd no. just die. Yeah, he would have just shot him. Yeah, so mm, not a great solution. Maybe if David had a mirror and he could shoot, you know, he could just <laughs> shoot behind him. But There you go. Um. So, yeah, then he's... <laughs> God bless you. Thank you. Goodness, you scared me. It's a lot. That was a that was a big ass sneeze. 
Um, As a man gets older, sneezes get more intense. Do you think? Yeah. It's interesting facts. That's part of puberty. We learned that in health class. You're so weird. How to deal with powerful sneezes. Anyway. I've really thrown you off this episode. You really are. David is getting drunk at the club. Yeah. At the club, I believe it's pronounced. (laughs) And he is like, everybody drinks are on me. and, And I'm worried he's becoming manic again because like, why are you doing that shit? I'm worried that they'll never mention that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it honestly would be kind of a comfort for them to go back to something. Right. Um, but he runs out of money because he's buying drinks for everybody, mm. which, like, you just had $800 stolen from you, so why are you like, hey, I'm rich, let me buy all stuff. How much money do you get paid writing jingles? Right. And why did he look down on it so badly? So he's like, oh, gotta oh, go. I gotta cash another $1,500 check for a song I wrote. Uh, gotta go to the ATM again, and then he hops over the bar mm-hmm. and grabs the gun that Noah said was back there. So, yeah. Noah, you're dumb for telling him there's a gun there, exactly. and David, you're dumb for getting the gun. Yeah. Um, and the girl that's with him is also dumb. She wasn't with David. No, but she went to the bar. She was she was there at the bar. So Noah, we'll get into it later. But Noah has this friend mm-hmm. that's a girl that is. At the bar, as she's at the after dark, and she was going to get a drink or whatever, and Val, or Donna was like, hey, my friend David's over there, say hi to him or whatever. And she's like, hi, David, you seem weird. <laughs> Have you had a past trauma recently? <laughs> so he grabs the gun, and she goes up to Noah, and she's like, he's got your fucking gun, and he's drunk as hell. Yeah. So then they, they both follow him out there. Yeah, I guess, so what you're saying is she was dumb for following, too? Yeah. She should have let Noah handle it. Yeah. yeah. That's true. It's Noah's gun. Yeah. Noah's yeah. responsibility. Yeah, I probably would have stayed away from the gun. Anyways, um, we'll come back, I think, to that at the end. We'll come back to it? <laughs> That's when we talk when we've removed our teeth. Goodness. We'll, we'll, we'll be gumming back at you. After these messages, we'll gum right back. After Hi. these messages. Do you suffer from hemorrhoids? Oh my God, do you? Try preparation A. <laughs> Things we don't want to know. Um, so, yeah, so Noah's girl uh, friend, not girlfriend, friend who's a girl. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> From his childhood. That is the most awkward sentence I've ever heard you say in your life. I'm a little slap happy today, guys. Sorry. Yeah. Um, definitely she, happy. I am happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is visiting Noah. Yeah, from San Francisco. And she is staying on the boat with him. And she thinks she's a real San Francisco treat. She does. Donna should be more threatened than she is because, like, he cheated on her. Yeah. Let me ask you a question real quick. What's aroni? Huh? It's called rice aroni. Uh-huh. What's aroni? I, I don't know. What's in it besides rice? Flavor? So There's the, a flavor packet. So the aroni is flavor? Yeah. Okay. It's not just rice. It's got the flavor packet. Yeah, I know it's not just rice. There's others, like, sometimes there's little bits of, like, broccoli and stuff in there. Well, there you go. It's rice aroni, but what's the aroni? Aroni is the additional stuff. There's no macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> I love how reasonable you sound. Aroni is just a, what are you, an idiot? Aroni is just a, a catch-all word for additional <laughs> stuff. <laughs> 
<laughs> Come to my house and we can watch a movie and a roni. You know what, though? Until you said that, it didn't even occur to me that it's like macaroni. So, yeah, that's probably what they're saying. But there's not... Is there macaroni in rice roni? No, but they make it like like macaroni with the flavor packet. <sighs> oh. <laughs> so it's We like, solved the puzzle. So I guess a roni is flavor. Yeah. All right. All right. Although, in reality, it's... Macaroni is not mac with flavor. It's a noodle. <laughs> no, I believe those noodles are called Macs. <laughs> oh, goodness. Anyway. <clears throat> I've completely lost my train of thought. Okay. She's from San oh, Francisco. Yeah, Donna should be more jealous, and she is not in any way. Like, she is over at his house hanging out with these people, this girl and Noah, and they're all drinking, uh-huh. yeah. falling down drunk, and getting all giggly. And Donna asks this girl if anything ever happened with her and Noah, and she's like, "No, no, like what? Why?" Are you I don't faces? remember this. At all, you don't? She really. did. She said, "Did you guys ever?" And she's like, "Oh no, no." Oh, okay. Um, and then like I don't know, something got dropped on the floor, it, and Donna it, gets down there. It seems like the girl likes Noah. Yeah, it does. Even though they grew up together or whatever. At one point, Donna's like, "Before this night happened, she's talking to Kelly about it." And Kelly's like, oh, you know, that seems weird or whatever. She she goes, I trust him. You know, they, they've known each other since they were like seven. They're like brother and sister or whatever. Which is like, did they, did he ever say that to her? No. He said they knew each other since they were like seven, but not that they were like brother and sister. Yeah, I mean, that seems like a big assumption to make mm-hmm. just because they were kids. Um, But Donna gets on the floor and like is like making out with him in front of this girl. It's really Very weird. rude. Yeah. And, he, and she's like... Uh, we, who was it? Was it him or her that was saying like, we shouldn't be doing this in front of her or something like that? Uh, so, um, he says to her, you're staying over tonight. And she goes, oh, you have company. It's not, it's not, mm, 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 it's not right. Yeah, basically. Uh, She'll feel out of play. I honestly thought they were going to like uh like go into a threesome at first. That's but, what I thought too. I thought yeah. she was like, "Oh, invite her into bed or whatever." But that did not happen. No. She was just like I think she was jealous and she was marking her territory. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. 100%. <laughs> but yeah, so they obviously She was definitely releasing enough fluid to mark her territory. Oh my god. So they obviously fuck while this girl is there and can probably hear them and that's so awful. I bet Donna was extra loud too. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, the girl looks a little green in the morning. Yeah. So her and Noah have some kind of date to go on a Ferris wheel. Apparently, she's of terrified of heights. Mm-hmm. And she was supposed to go on a Ferris wheel or something like that. And she backed out at the last minute or whatever. And so Noah and her promised that... On her 21st birthday or sometime Which after her Which apparently this birthday. is, the tw- or she's 21 or she's whatever. She's 23. Oh, wow. It was, she, he goes, you're two, she says, you're two years late mm. on your promise. Uh, and so he's like, okay, you know, we'll go on a, a Ferris wheel or whatever. And she goes, Donna, why don't you come with us? And she's like, no, I don't, wouldn't want to intrude. You guys do your thing or whatever. Which was really stupid. Again, a- be more jealous, please. Kelly had one of the funniest lines in the entire episode, though, mm. uh, back before, you know, this stuff happened when she was talking about the girl. And she's like, yeah, they've known each other since she was seven or whatever. And Kelly's like, how old is she now? 
That was good. Donna's like 23, and she's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Kelly is smart enough to be jealous. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that's a big part of Kelly's arc this episode. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, she just gives him permission to, like, take this girl out, basically. So he, Noah rents out the Santa Monica Pier. They go, they go on to, uh, you know, the Santa Monica Pier with the big Ferris wheel, and it just, like, lights up and everything. There's no, it's a ghost town. Yeah. And, she, like, she's like, there's no line. And he goes, I rented it out, baby. Like, why do rich people think that's so great, like, to just separate yourself from the entire world? Yeah, seriously, how, it's not fun. Like, yeah. how, how, how is it more fun to be at the Santa Monica Pier when it's empty? Yeah, it didn't seem fun. No one's working there, just the one guy operating the Ferris wheel. And he, like, slips him, I don't know, a 20 probably, and Mm -hmm. is like, don't forget to stop it at the top. Which, like, immediately to me, I'm thinking, Noah, like, I even said, I was like, oh, Noah, because I'm like, he's going to stop it and kiss. And, uh, Mark, you said you thought it was that he was going to scare her by being stuck at the top. Yeah, I thought that's what it was supposed to be, but I mean, I don't know. Well, Pete, it's a very cliched thing to get stuck at the top, or to even just like make out in the Ferris wheel. It's a big thing. Yeah, but it's usually you know when you get stuck in the top, it's like the thing to do. Oh, you know, make out. Right. So yeah, I figured that when he said to stop it up there, he wanted to make out. Maybe he did. I don't know because they stop up there. And they are like you. There's not. There wasn't room for the Holy Spirit between no, the two of them. They were all snuggled up. Which I mean, yeah. I guess okay if she's afraid of heights. Maybe she's like taking comfort in him. But no, yeah, that's not what's happening. How much comfort is in his cock? Exactly. Um. But anyway, so yeah, they're very, they're very like snuggly, canoodly up there. And even before she says what she says, mm-hmm. and she says. Don't you remember you're supposed to kiss me on my 21st birthday, too? Because when we were kids, we went to my cousin's wedding and they kissed. and I, I wanted to do it and you didn't or vice versa or whatever. And she's like, but we said 21, no matter who we were with, no matter what. Yeah, no matter what we were doing. That we would kiss each other. What the fuck? No matter who you're with. That's a weird, uh, like, addendum to put into a promise at seven. Yeah, no shit. I don't think they said that. I think she's lying. She's adding things. So they do kiss, Mm -hmm. and then Noah kind of pulls away, and he's like, I'm with Donna. You know I'm with Donna. Yeah. So I don't think that it's excusable. No, I don't either. Um, But, like, Donna, as per usual, like, gets mad when she finds out, and he does tell her. Yeah, but then she, she forgives him almost immediately. She justifiably gets mad. Yeah. And then she says to Don, to to Kelly, she says, uh, well, what happened was, like, I was mad at him and everything. And then, like, I woke up and realized I trust him. Like, what the why? fuck? Yeah, why? He's cheated on you. He raped somebody. Now he's kissed somebody else. Why? Do you just want his money. I mean, like, I didn't think that was her, but now I think that's her because she's willing to excuse anything. I don't know what's going on. To be on. with this guy. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not. And you remember how Kelly had a crush on him when she had amnesia? Yeah. Why has that never come back? Like, they should do something with that. No shit. Like, that would blow everything up. Yeah, if she had a crush on him. Remember how Valerie fucked him? And like, yeah, that, lots of times. And that's never come back? Well, it's not that it's never come back. Well, I mean, I mean he raped her recently. He, I mean, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, their uh, relationship has come back up. 
<laughs> I guess that's true. So, um, but yeah, Donna's an idiot. Yes. And then she comes to his, his fucking floating house and says, oh, oh I'm sorry. We got to wait, though, because we got we to gotta get to the other thing that happens before we talk about what okay. she says at the floating house. Okay. So I guess let's just go back to David. Okay. Okay. So David had, you know, stolen Noah's gun, and Noah and this girl, this childhood friend, follow him out there. And he is so fucking drunk, and he's just like, I want to shoot the gun, and, and, like, starts shooting the gun at a dumpster. Yeah. What an idiot. And I didn't even put this together, but I was like, you know, those fucking bullets bounce off metal, right? And you were like, yeah, it's called Ricochet. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah, it is. It's <laughs> the name of the episode. So, yeah, the second bullet uh, hits her in the arm. Yeah, nice. Like. It's ricochets. So David essentially shot her, even though he didn't mean to shoot her. Yeah. He shot her with help. Yeah. The with dumpster. the ricochet. The dumpster helped him. <laughs> and they take her to the hospital. And. I'm cold. I'm cold. She says. Yeah, she was getting all pale and stuff. They did a decent job with that. That's fine. But, I mean, like, she wasn't bleeding that bad, honestly. I guess that's the uh, the penalty for kissing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it sounds like they, he didn't do any major damage. Like, just, you know, made her bleed. Yeah. Um, But he's getting charged with a misdemeanor mm-hmm. of, dis- of... Discharging, what, discharging a, firearm. a firearm. Which is, like, so much nicer than what he could have gotten. I mean, he could have gotten, like, assault. Yeah, attempted With a deadly murder. weapon. He could have gotten attempted murder. Yeah. It's above the knee. Yeah. That's attempted murder. But, I mean, obviously it wasn't attempted. I mean, that's obvious. No, but I'm saying, like, that's that's the maximum he could have mm-hmm. gotten, probably, is attempted murder. And then, you know, manslaughter. Uh, well, he didn't kill her. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, assault, yeah, I guess. Assault with a deadly weapon. Yeah, not battery, is, but... is really... Uh, really serious crime yes he could have gotten charged with many felonies yeah i mean he could have been in prison for like 20 years or more but what luck he's rich and white so, so yeah he probably has some probation or something next episode yeah, who knows i he'll he'll have they'll do a community service storyline for us for a second <laughs> yeah it's it's ridiculous how they get away with everything mm-hmm. noah gets away with fucking and kissing people david gets away <laughs> with shooting people like Rich white men. That's what the show should yeah. be called. They're both penetrating people in a way. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Um. But anyway, yeah, so that's kind of the end. So then Donna's like, I'm so sorry that I that I, I doubted you or that I yelled at you or whatever. I at, should never yell at you when you kiss another woman. At which point I was yelling at the television, <laughs> Donna, stop being a doormat. Yeah, she's so What bad. are you apologizing for? I don't understand. No, I don't either. Do you think the show thinks that this is correct? I don't do you know. Think that, think, do you think the show thinks that Noah's right? I don't know. I really don't. I mean, maybe it is a bunch of rich white dudes writing the show, right? I guess. I don't know. Uh, if you're a writer for 90210, late fee 1994 at com. justify yourselves. I mean, like, she was in an abusive relationship before. Mm-hmm. And she was a giant doormat. Oh, my God. Remember that fucking guy? Yeah. Can't even remember his name. Ray. Yeah, the uh, the one that played uh, played guitar. Yeah. and played uh, Al Calavici on Quantum Leap. A young Al Calavici. Yeah. So she was doormat. The episode Leap for Lisa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm done trying to say the sentence. Okay, good. 
She was a doormat no, in that a- relationship, and she's continuing to be a doormat in this relationship. She, she really is. She wasn't with David. I feel like that's another reason why, like, maybe she's better with him because he brings the self-respecting Donna out. I guess. He also brings out the fucking weird-ass Donna, the way she was acting in the bar. She was like, oh, hey, yeah, what was do you want me to drive you home? And she's like, pantomiming, <laughs> driving. Like, was, did, uh, what's her name? Spelling? Did she, what's her first name? Tori. Did Tori Spelling take, like, an improv class or, like, I don't know, a kindergarten class? <laughs> It was weird. Do you want me to drive you home? Do you want that? that? Like, she's she's like, doing so much with her hands. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah, like I thought Italian. I thought she was on something. But yeah, she so wasn't. No, I thought she, that's why I said, I said I was like, is she on drugs? What's going on? Yeah. So I don't know. Like you mentioned before you think that it's a she hell of an acting choice. Yeah, you think that she maybe thinks she's like a really funny physical comedian because she does a lot of stuff with her face. Yeah. Maybe she's branching into other parts of her body. Maybe. But she needs to stop. <laughs> she really does. Um, But yeah, so her and Noah are fine. Oh, and then she invites this woman to come stay with her and Kelly. Well, that's part of the jealousy, though. Yeah. So she comes over and the woman has a sling on her arm and everything. And she's wearing one of, I almost called him Ray, one of... Noah's shirts Mm -hmm. and she's like thanks for the shirt uh I bled through mine last night or whatever to Donna and she was like oh and she says he's like I I called your boss and everything told him you won't be back till midweek and Donna's like you're staying here (laughs) and you can see she's very upset as she should be she's talking about how she trusts him and everything but she really doesn't no but she should be upset because he already told her he kissed this woman and now he's just going to keep letting her stay at his house. And you know what? Why shouldn't he? Because there's no consequences for his actions. Exactly. So she uh, she says, oh, no, Kelly and I have an extra room. You're going to come sleep with us. And she's like, no, it's okay. She's like, no, I insist. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, we can take care of you. Like, Ray will be, or God, see, now I'm doing it. Uh, no, I'll be gone at the bar and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So she's going to, apparently this woman's going to be on for a couple more episodes. Yeah, we'll see. I wonder if she's going to. Until gonna... Donna and Kelly strangle her in her sleep. <laughs> I wonder if she's going to. Complications, gonna... Noah, sorry. I wonder if she's going to try to get with Noah again. If she's going to put more effort into that. I bet she, she obviously will. likes him. Well, yeah. And, you know, like, he's a millionaire who apparently a lot of women think is, ha- are ha- is handsome. I don't yeah. get that. Even though he looks um, like a Muppet. Yeah. So, and she's got a history with him. Mm. So she probably feels like she's more entitled to being with him than, like, Donna. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. The weirdest part was when uh, that guy came into the the After Dark and walked up to no one and was like, Hey, Bert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then there was uh, when uh, David started shooting the gun. Somebody off screen goes, Fun shots! Two <laughs> shots! Ah, ah, ah! Oh my god! Anyway, um, okay, so two more, two more storylines. Mm-hmm. We've got Brandon and Kelly. Yes, and Steve. Yeah, Steve and random person. Steve and random person. This is weird. Sarah was her name. Yeah, I don't know why I remember that. I don't. I don't like this at all. So he's trying the to storylines hire... just don't. Well, first of all, isn't Janet their assistant? Janet's I. 
I, I don't know. Is she a graphic designer? I don't know what the fuck she does. Because I thought she was their assistant, but he's hiring an assistant. So, like, what does she do? I think she's supposed to be the graphic designer okay. for the paper, but she is taking on the she's taking on the role of an assistant because they don't have and they need an assistant. So that's why they're hiring one. They finally have enough money where they can hire somebody else. So he doesn't want to hire this woman who comes in who's overqualified because she's really pretty yeah. and he finds her attractive. It's one of those situations where he's like, uh, uh, yeah, he uh, can't uh, even talk uh, to her. It's disgusting. I've never been in a situation where I've met a woman where I was like, oh, I can't talk to her. Oh, I've actually been in that situation. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. A couple met, times. Where you met a woman that you couldn't talk to? Yeah, and a man. Oh, it happened really? a couple times. Once with a woman, once with a man. Huh. Okay. What the man was uh, my uh, Spanish teacher in middle school, mm-hmm. or French, French teacher. Yeah. Okay. He looked like um, Andy Garcia. Sure. And every time he called on me, I couldn't respond, so I, like, failed the class. Wow. <laughs> Um, but yeah, back to what were we saying? I got distracted. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Makes me feel really good about marrying you. Hey, uh, that's, uh, because you, you didn't have any problems talking to me. I noticed. It's cause you're so charming. <laughs> wow. Wow. What? Nice. Nice line. Blarney. Okay. Uh, anyway. So, what were we talking about? Oh, oh yeah. Steve he's, can't talk to this woman. He's speechless in her presence. Yeah. And I think, like, he doesn't even interview her. Like, he asked Brandon to do it, and Brandon won't. And he's just like, okay, well, we'll call you. Like, he's supposed to interview her, and he doesn't. Mm-hmm. And then he's telling everybody, even though everybody's like, she's overqualified, we want her. He's like, no, I can't do it. Yeah, can't work with her because I want to fuck her. Which is just disgusting of him. Because, I mean, that's not fair that she doesn't get a job because of her looks. Yeah, they point out that it's discriminatory. Mm -hmm. And then later in the episode, um, she... Oh, and by the way, Janet likes him. And he had no problem hiring her. So I'm sure she feels, like, not great about that. Well, I mean, that was after she was hired, though. She got hired before, like, they had their little brief thing. But I'm just saying he had no problem hiring her, so he obviously doesn't find her as attractive as he finds Sarah. I guess that's true. So I'm just saying that might hurt her feelings. I mean, she didn't say anything, but if it were me, my feelings would have been hurt. Um, Yeah, like when your Spanish teacher called on somebody else, right? Your feelings were (laughs) hurt. Anyway, so he's these people, these women are coming in. They're all women, by the way, for some mm-hmm. reason. But these women are come, coming in and uh, Brandon's like, you got a resume or whatever? And they're handing him headshots because I guess they got two two responses from their wanted. And so he's like, so I just I asked a friend of mine that runs a modeling agency to send models over. For what? Like, first of all, are they qualified at all to be, not that you, like, to be an assistant, it's not like the hardest job in the world or whatever, but if you are, if you're working with a modeling agency, do you want a job as a secretary? No. That's <laughs> like, stupid. What do they think they're going to get paid? It's a thousand dollar a day job, just like your photo shoots. Right. I, I mean, like, weird. Yeah, it was ridiculous. But then uh, Sarah comes back. At the end. Mm-hmm. And she's like... Because she could... They offered her the job, but she wouldn't take it. Oh, yeah, I forgot. 
So, yeah, they talk him into offering her the job because he can't find anybody else. Mm -hmm. And she comes back and says that she can't take the job. And she's all, like, cryptic about it. And then has to make yet another appearance later to Mm -hmm. reiterate that she can't take the job and why. Uh And, like, I I suspected, and so did you, I think, the first time that it was because she likes him. Yeah. But she came back to tell him. Because he's so dumb he didn't get it. Yeah. She's like, I, I couldn't, I don't work with people uh, I date. I can't date anybody I work with or whatever. And uh, he's like, I don't, I don't understand. Do you want the job or not? <laughs> and she's like, I want to go on a date with you. <laughs> she looks so much like the woman he was just dating. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It all, I almost thought it was the same actress. It's not. That. So, well, I guess. Eddie we, Murphy, actually, playing her. <laughs> Oh my gosh. He's a chameleon. <laughs> You've seen the nutty professor. Right. right. But yeah, so I guess Steve has a type and now he's going to be dating this woman. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? We'll She'll see. probably just disappear. That was, but yeah, it was like, it was dumb. It was like a time filler, nothing mm-hmm. thing. And then. Oh, they hire a guy. Yeah. That Jana thinks is attractive. Yeah, she's like, my choice. Right. <laughs> Although, is that why she hired him? Well, he can't make coffee. Oh. Uh. I thought it was because the the guys wouldn't be distracted by him more. Like, it was more like, a, I'm not hiring another woman around here. She looked like she liked looking at him. Well, he didn't look that attractive. I agree, but that's how they played it. All right. Um, so the other storyline is Kelly and Brandon. Oh, we're forgetting a storyline, by the way. We are? What? Yeah, what is it? Valerie. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> that's a big one, too. Yeah, let's do Kelly and Brandon. Kelly and, and Brandon we'll are being stupid and fighting like they always fight constantly. I don't remember what they're I'm fighting so about. I'm so sick of their relationship. You Me don't too. remember what they're fighting about? No. He's staying late at work. Oh, he's yeah. He's staying late at work and she's suspicious that he's cheating on her. Which, like, makes sense because that's what he was doing last time he was staying late at work. Yeah. But in, but everything that he's saying is checking out. Like, he, he says, oh, fuck, I got to stay late to talk to a source or whatever about some story. They're, they argue at the beginning of the episode because... He decided not to print a story about a guy uh, cheating on his wife. And there was like something with city contracts or something like that. And he's like, it wasn't part of the story or whatever. They've been doing city contracts with them for years before the affair even started. It's not, you know, that didn't have any factor in it or whatever. And she's like, but he's a cheater or whatever. And he's like, yeah, you know, it's not part of the story or, you know. And so they were arguing about that. And then. Yeah, he uh, his source leaves. Her sources he cancels on him, and we see all the stuff from his point of view too. So we know he's not cheating because he tells Steve, "Yeah, source canceled on me or whatever." So I'm just going to take off, and he leaves early, even though he's supposed to be there late. Mm-hmm. And then she finds out about that, and she's like, "Oh, uh, how was?" She goes, "How was?" She finds out about it from somebody else, mm-hmm. and she's like, "I tried him at home, and he wasn't there." And then she says to him, so how was the meeting with your source? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, he canceled. She's like, oh, you should have called. And he was like, ah, I was tired. I went to see David to see if how he was doing. I went to the gym. I just went to bed. Mm-hmm. And so then she's like, something comes up and he's like, oh, I got to take this. And she's like, that's okay. I got to make a call. And you knew exactly what oh, she yeah. was doing. She called David to check and see if he actually went over there. And without even asking, this was very... It almost seems like he was covering for him, like it was all choreographed. Because without even asking, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. I told Brandon the same thing last night when I saw him. 
And she was like, oh, he saw you. And he's, she's like, yeah, well, don't sound so happy about it. She's like, I wish I could. But then she ends up telling Brandon that she wasn't trusting him. Yeah, because he comes in while she's uh, going through his, his coat pockets. Yeah, <laughs> not good. She's like, I was looking for a receipt for a restaurant to prove that you were with somebody else and lying. And he basically says, like, you've either got to get over it or break up with me because this isn't working. I think that he's kind of being unreasonable mm-hmm. because he, like, I see both sides of it. Like, it's understandable that she has trust issues with him because he betrayed her. And I also see the side of, like, yeah, I get that, but eventually, if the relationship's going to work, we have to find trust again. Yeah. Because, you know, the relationship without trust is, like, it's toxic. So he's telling her, you know, I would never, you know, do this again. I'd never leave you. And Mm -hmm. then he just goes, marry me. And she says yes. Ugh. Stupid people. And then they have doubts. Mm Mm-hmm. And it seems very much like they're not, I don't know, like, especially him seems very much like he doesn't want to necessarily do it. Yeah. Valerie has a great line where she's like, he's talking about uh, how he proposed and everything. And and Steve's like, oh, what'd you get? What happened next? He's like, well, there wasn't a lot of talking after that. And Valerie's like, so you chose giving up your freedom and sex uh, in lieu of having an argument you couldn't win. <laughs> yup. And so, like, there's a lot of doubt and everything and faffing around. And then at the end of the episode, he basically proposes again. He's yeah. like, no, I want to do this. Let's get married. And he bought her another ring because he thinks the other ring that he'd gotten her was, like, cursed or whatever. Or yeah. Because, you know, it's Beverly Hills, so why not keep buying one? It holds the gypsy curse. Um, So, yeah, so now they're fucking getting married. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it. I want them to break up, not get married. I I agree. They're awful. But. (laughs) They are. They're just awful together. They really are. All they do is fight. Like a few seasons ago, I was like, yeah, Brandon and Kelly, awesome couple. Not anymore. No. Just let it go. It's too much. Too much has happened now. But, Okay. Valerie's story. Valerie's story. The stupidest story. I mean... I don't think it's stupid. Not stupidest story, but, like, it's probably the most dramatic and impactful story, but there are things about it that I think are dumb. Yeah. She... Yeah, she gets a call because she had been typed... First dumb thing is that she gets this call. She had been, like, type cross-matched, whatever were they... I don't know what they... It's typed. (laughs) Typed. To donate bone marrow, bone marrow mm-hmm. like when she was a kid because a neighbor had leukemia and they wanted to, you know, help. Bone marrow can be true. I'm not an expert, so I might get what I'm about to say wrong. Okay. Just, just so you know. But I think this is how it works. Bone marrow can be kind of tricky because bone marrow is where your, is, uh, where your blood's produced and everything. So I'm pretty sure to, to match somebody marrow-wise... Baseline, you have to have the same blood type or, a, you know, a similar blood type. Um, you know, how, the, how it goes, like, O's the universal donor and stuff like that. You have to match type blood type-wise. And I think there also has to be some genetic matching as well. Mm. Because otherwise you get rejection of the marrow. And, you know, that's a big problem with leukemia patients and, and things like that. So I think you have to match both. So from my 
my thought, it's it's harder sometimes to match uh, with marrow than it can be for even like organs. Or oh wow! Because like okay. there has to because there has to be like I said some genetic marker matches. Interesting. So they're they're asking if she'll come in and meet with them to talk about maybe donating, and she she's got, like, I don't really know if I want to do this. Yeah. Uh, her neighbor had leukemia, so everyone in the family got tested when she was a kid. And I guess they just, I don't know if this is true or not. I don't know if this is a real thing or not, but it seems weird. Mm-hmm. Somebody she knew, she was like, hey, I might want to uh, help save this person's life because we know them. We have a personal connection to them. And they just keep the records on file and are like, hey, you know, you got fucking matched. By the way, you got matched in Buffalo and we're in California. Yeah, that's how, weird. How much information do they share back and forth? Yeah. This is fucking bizarre. Agreed. I don't think this would really happen. So anyway, that's the first dumb thing that happens in this storyline. So then she goes walking out of the office with a pamphlet about, so you've decided to donate marrow or something like that. And... This woman, this is the next dumb thing mm-hmm. that happens. How, how fucking eagle-eyed is this person? So I saw the the brochure in your hand, and and I I you know know that they said my father might be getting uh you know bone marrow. She so. passes by her for a second. She's like, I see that fucking pamphlet. Like, yeah. what the fuck? She memorized the color pattern. And so she's like, you know, you're you're gonna save my father's life. Yeah, my father, the hero. Mm. And then, uh, you just say, I love little girls. <laughs> I love that movie. Um, Actually, I guess this guy would say he loves little girls. Oh, right? God. So she tells this woman her whole name and like she that she works at this club and everything. Uh-huh. So later that night, this lady's brother shows up at the club. And by the way, yeah, it's supposed to be anonymous. And you, you pointed out too that the brother seemed really rude, like mm-hmm. the, the sister, and, and that, that actually. Good acting by that guy, because that actually comes back. Yeah. Uh, the sister's all like, oh, my God, yes, you're going to save him. And he's like, yeah, let's, you know, we, we don't need to fucking bother her or whatever. Right. But, yeah, he goes and tells her, look, don't donate this bone marrow. My dad is a horrible person. He molested both of my sisters. Let him die. Yeah. He molested, he sexually molested them. And he's like, he only stopped when he couldn't physically, like, like restrain them anymore. Yeah, it's awful. Uh-huh. And he's he, like, he hasn't changed. He's still a monster. He's like, you know, my sister had therapy and she's over it, but you know what? I'm not over it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And Valerie was molested. Yeah, by her own father. Yeah. So, like, of course she doesn't want to save this asshole. And then everybody around her starts calling her a murderer. It's so Because weird. she doesn't want to give her bone marrow to this guy. That is not a murder. It's, like, yeah. she, she didn't give him leukemia. Right. I don't think that's the same as killing him to choose not to not save all. him. There's a big difference between choosing not to donate and killing someone. Which, like, apparently it's painful for several weeks after. Well, yeah, bone marrow extractions, they, they, the needles, like, this long. I mean, for those of you at home that can't see my fingers, it's, like, about as Six long inches. as my... It's long, longer than my... No, not as long as my penis, but close, you know. Yeah, it... it it's awful. Yeah, it's it's a big, long needle. They go right into your bone, and bone pain's the worst pain, they say. But yeah, it's you're out for it, which is, you know, good. But yeah, like the pain of recovery afterwards, it's, it's painful. So, I mean, that's a lot to ask to save an asshole. And then she's still thinking about it. 
But then yeah. she sees this woman with the dad in a wheelchair, and this woman has her two children, and her one her son sitting in his lap, and her like eight year old daughter standing next to him. Yeah. Like, no, we're not going to save him so he can, like, fucking rape your daughter later. Exactly. Idiot. What, what's wrong with this woman? And everybody is an idiot in this episode because fucking Jason Priestley, whatever his name, Brandon, mm-hmm. is like, you know, uh, you're, you're going to be killing somebody or whatever. And it's like, fuck you. Like, you sanctimonious asshole. Yeah. The, he's just wrong. Yeah. They're wrong. I don't know if the... I don't know if the show, if this is the show's point of view, if the show wants us to be against Valerie, but they're all wrong. Yeah. This is, you are under no obligation to donate anything to anyone. And certainly if someone's an asshole, I mean, guess what? Consequences for your actions. Yeah, exactly. If you were a saint, maybe you would have gotten something. Yeah, it was, it's awful. Like, it's like her own personal nightmare, truly. Like, I feel bad for Valerie. So I guess... Brandon is like, we've got to tell the, the the daughter, even though you don't owe her anything no. either. No, like it's supposed to be anonymous. So they go, yeah, and she was the one crossing lines like yeah. big time. So she goes to her and she's like, yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to do it. I was molested or whatever. I think you should keep your kids away from your dad or whatever. And she's like, you're gonna, you're killing him. You're a fucking murderer. Fuck you. Yeah. What a ridiculous bitch. And she slams the door on on, on her face, and then uh, they she's at home with David, and I think there's a phone call if I remember correctly or whatever. And David's like, she's like, yeah, I'm not donating to the the guy or whatever. And I guess the guy got a donor, yeah, so he is going to live, which sucks. Which that makes me that makes me feel like the the episode does think she's wrong. Because they give this guy a solution. They give this guy, like, a last-minute save. Well, I don't think that the episode's saying she's wrong necessarily, but it takes away the responsibility and guilt from her of choosing that, too. I guess. I, I wish he'd just die. Yeah, agreed. I, I'd, I'd celebrate it. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. But anyway, yeah, so then David fucking flips out on her, and he's, he's like, yeah, you know, you, you were standing at the cliff with me, and I thought you were brave, but you're just... You're just fucking comfortable up there, like almost dying or whatever. And he's like, you, you, you know, you've had there, you, you, you need therapy and, and everything. And, and we, we were both traumatized by stuff that we went through and people almost died because of it. And it's like, first of all, you're comparing your, your ATM robbery to her molestation by her dad when she was a kid. So go fuck yourself. Well, I don't think he was comparing that because when he's talking about being on the cliff, that was like talking about other trauma that they'd been through like as children. But, so. he, but when he can, when he's comparing and contrasting, uh-huh. he's talking specifically about people almost died because of our fucked up itness. Oh, okay. So he's talking about that trauma at the ATM and the gun. Okay. And he's talking about her trauma from being molested and not donating to this guy. And so he's comparing those two things. First of all, fuck you. Yeah. Then he's also comparing her choosing not to donate part of her body to a child molester and him drunkenly shooting a gun and and hurting someone. What you did is also way worse. Fuck you again. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? 
Agreed. Yeah, he was being a complete dick. Like, he's and not he's, normally a dick, and I don't know why they're making him a dick. Because they want them to break up. I think that's what's... Because he's like, you know, ah, this is too much, and I can't handle this anymore, or whatever, and, and shit like that. And I think they just want them to break up, so they have to make him completely unreasonable. But, like, they're good together. That's what sucks. Like, this show mm-hmm. pisses me off. Yeah, it wants people that are bad together together, and it wants people that are good together apart. Well, I think uh, they should have Noah and Kelly together and uh, Brandon and Valerie. <laughs> and w- David and Donna. That would be better, but I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, probably not. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the episode. That's where we leave things. We leave things with an engagement and a fight and, I don't know, Noah and Noah getting, getting away with everything. Yeah. All right, so uh, you can write us at latefee1994 at AOL.com. Yes. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. That's true, too. And share the tapes with your friends. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.